Shalom, brethren, and welcome to Bride Hour podcast on the exposition of truth restored to the Bride of Christ in this age of Laodicea. Heavenly Father, give unto us the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of your word in this hour as we go through today's episode. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We will take our scripture for this episode from Revelation chapter 1 verse 19 and deal with one of the controversies of this day. Revelation chapter 1 verse 19. Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. So this covers the time this book of Revelation was written. That is the early church to the end time, the coming of the Lord. Now, Revelation chapter 1, verse 11, John was divinely instructed to write in a book now called the book of Revelation what he saw. But remember, he was both seeing and hearing in the spirit. He was to write and send to the seven churches with their names listed from Ephesus to Laodicea. These seven churches were existing at that time, but God was using them prophetically to characterize the church going through seven stages to the end time, the coming of the Lord. As the churches were seven, so will the ages be seven, not seven and a half, not eight. The first being Ephesus and the last being Laodicea. The message of the hour or the prophet William Myron Bram was not sent to create another age, but to confirm the scriptures of seven church ages. First was John's commission to write what he saw or heard in a book to the seven churches representing seven church ages. Second was the divine instructions to the believers of the seven church ages, that is, Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. The blessed is he that read it. And you can read only what is written. There is a tremendous blessing to read the word of God daily, not only the book of Revelation. It is said that when you pray, you talk to God. And when you read the Bible, God talks to you. Make it a lifestyle, reading the Bible every day even if it is a verse. But the blessing is in the consistency in reading. It builds your faith and gets you closer to God. Our first obedience is to read what is written. What is written is what was spoken by God, precisely documented. Now what is written becomes the scriptures. Romans 15 verse 4. And 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and only scripture is profitable when it comes to doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. Secondly, they that hear the words of this prophecy, those who cannot read, they are blessed when they hear what is written. There is no figuring out, or speculation. The words are there to be read to you. 
In every age, it is said, He that hath an ear, let me hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So our second obedience is to hear the word being read or preached to us. Next, and the absolute obedience is to keep those things which are written therein, that it is not just readers and hearers, but doers to carry out the instruction of the word. It is a grievous error for someone to say, we are perfected by the unwritten word, or we are to live by the unwritten word. Somebody said, those always saying the written word, the written word will fail. Let God's word be true, and every man's word be a lie, said the scriptures. The scriptures cannot be broken. We are commanded only to read here and keep those things written. And the prophet of God said, God can do anything. He can do what is not written. But as for us, as long as we stay with what is written, we know we are right. Brethren, when you fail to make the written word your source of authority, your inspiration, and your absolute, you fall into the snare of the enemy. Now, when the same John got to Revelation chapter 10, verse 4, he heard the seven thunders utter their voices, and he was divinely instructed to see what he heard and to write them not. He was given two instructions. Seal them and write them not. Notice, you cannot break the biblical pattern and order. There is nothing here for believers of the seven church ages to preach or believers to read, hear, or keep. You don't seal an empty something. You don't seal an unwritten word. But this is to keep what he has said secret and write it not. If you are being blessed by this podcast, I will ask for a small favor that you share this episode with someone and leave a rating on iTunes because it will help someone else to find this podcast and also be blessed. Someone said, if one man sealed it, another man can reveal it. That is not scriptural. This is not a man's doing. It is God's divine counsel only God can reveal it, not a man. The secret things belong to God, but those revealed belong to us. What is not written is beyond our limit. Only God in his sovereignty will fulfill in his own season of time. Once we are notified that the seven thunders utter something, we can rest assured God will bring it to pass in his time. We cannot go ahead of God. Someone also said, But Abraham went into the mind of God and brought out what is not written. What is the mind of God? But the word which is the mind of God expressed. And the word says, Seal it and write them not. Will God change his mind about his word? No. The things that are written and sealed, he reveals them. But this he says, don't write it. There is a reason why. Now, in questions and answers, 19th day 3, August 24th, in the morning, paragraph 67, 
the prophet said, The seventh seal does not reveal anything, because at the end of the church age, there is to come a prophetic gift to reveal these things. Now, that prophetic gift is the ministry of William Marion Bram. And what did he say? He said, The seven thunders altered under the seventh seal. The seventh seal is connected to the seven thunders. And also said, The seven thunders hold the mystery why heavens was quiet. That's the seventh seal sermon. Paragraph 326 and paragraph 394. Now we said the seventh seal is one thing, silence. What the seventh thunder said is not written in the sacred scriptures. There is no symbol or anything we can hold on to. That's what he said. Then he said it is not written because, listen, if Satan gets a hold of it, he will do great damage. Remember, Satan quoted the written word because it was written. He quoted the written word one time, misapplying it to Jesus himself. This is enough to keep the bride away, fidgeting, figuring out, and speculating what the seven thunders are. Why are we more concerned about revelation of the seven thunders than living the Christ-like life? Why are we so concerned? about seven thunder revelations than having the token, which is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth that will not guide us in different directions and different lifestyles. When Brother Abraham got to the preaching of the seventh seal, he said he heard the thunders but could not make them out what he said. Seventh seal, sermon, paragraph 323. So, to his death in 1965, he did not know the exact words that John had the seven thunders utter. He also said he saw something flew across, but he could not make out the interpretation thereof. Seventh sermon, paragraph 323. In closing, he said, The hour is not yet. He did not know who is going to reveal it and when. But he told us six things will happen when the thunders are revealed. In one of the previous episodes, we dealt with those six things. It is shocking and sickening that none of the different versions of the seven thunder revelations has produced even one of the six things. None. Absolutely none. We are doing exactly what the prophet told us not to do. Using encyclopedia of court statement to build a doctrine what the thunders are. Finally, the prophet of God instructed us to be humble and continue with the same plain message. And the same plain message is nothing other than the first message at the beginning being restored as the last message of this age. Let us return to the message of the hour, the token that will straighten out all the errors that have been smuggled into this vindicated message and the different lifestyles marrying our testimony. God bless you. All is well, little bride, because the bride has thus said the Lord and she's walking in the light. Stay tuned, brethren. Share the link. And also remember to subscribe to this podcast 
on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts for a new episode every Wednesday. Look up. Your redemption is very near.